on the field and inside the clubhouse. This is Brewers Extra Innings. One ball and no strikes on Bradley. And the pitch, Jackie, a big bouncer, hit to LaStella. Quick pick and throw, and the Giants take game three. Now broadcasting live from American Family Field, here's Matt Foley. A series that the Brewers easily could have won. You can argue should have swept. They end up losing two games to one. They lose today by a 5-4 score. Welcome in to Brewers Extra Innings. We are live from American Family Field after the Brewers come up short in another game that certainly was uh, impacted by the way this roster is currently uh, constructed as a result of, uh, of COVID-19. Uh, if you want to join us, you can do so. The Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line available at 855-616-1620. That's 855-616-1620. You can also tweet into the program at Matt Pauley on air. I want to be clear with something. Um, the Brewers, it's not just the roster construction as a result of COVID-19. The Brewers have made some mistakes here the last couple of days. Obviously, you see uh, what happened yesterday with the Garcia catch that wasn't made. Uh, the Luis Urias air today, is a, it, it, that's a killer. Um, the Eduardo Escobar not tagging back on second, coming back uh, when you're down one, and you don't know what's going to happen in that moment either. Like those are all those are all mistakes that the Brewers have made that helped the Giants win this series. We're, I'm not running away from that whatsoever. There absolutely is some culpability when it comes to the Brewers. And, and, mista- and you can't give a team like the San Francisco Giants uh, extra outs, extra opportunities, take away base runners, whatever, whatever cliche you want to use. You can't do it. You just can't. So that is happening, and that plays into the Brewers losing the, these games. So I don't want to completely gloss over the, those facts. I just I don't. Um, and I'm also one area. I'll tell you this: like I, I'm struggling with something right now because I am a big believer in you don't make excuses. This is professional sports. These guys are getting paid to go do a job, and it's not about making excuses. And I've always had that belief, and I always will have that belief. And I just think about what we've been talking about, the way we've been talking about, the way we've been framing things recently, and in many ways. It sounds like excuses are being made, and I, that's not something that I, I, I it's just not the, the route that I normally go down. Uh, the bottom line, though, and here's where the excuse comes in, right? The bottom line is the Brewers in their recent losses, um, in, the, in the loss to the Pirates, uh, the loss yesterday, the loss today, some really good relief pitchers who have very specific roles did not perform the way that you would have liked them to perform. Now, again, we're, going to, we're, we're jumping all over the place here. At the same time, one of your guys who does have a role, who was basically in his role today in Brad Boxberger, he gives up a run too. So it's not like it's all about these pitchers who are in these different positions because you're dealing with the COVID stuff right now. So it's a, it's a combination. But I... Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm delusional. I'm sure there's some folks out there that believe that about me. I don't think the Brewers lose a game on this series if if they've got a full roster. They don't lose that second game to the Pirates. I don't think they lose yesterday. I don't think they lose today. I think we're talking about a 6-0 and homestand had the Brewers had their, their full assortment of relief pitchers. 
They don't, and they end up losing two of three here to the Giants today. So that's that's kind of my take. I'd be interested to hear from you. If you want to join the program, you can do so. 855-616-1620. 855-616-1620. That's the Yankee Net Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Uh, you can also tweet into the program, at Matt Polly on air. I continue to believe that this is the Brewers' division, that they are going to win the division. Uh, but numbers don't lie. We know that. And the Cincinnati Reds, um, they took advantage of what the Brewers had previously taken advantage of, and that's playing the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Reds do what they are supposed to do. The Reds go win that series. And all of a sudden, the Reds are within five games of the Brewers. Five games is still a, it's a healthy lead for the Brewers. It was never, I, I never said the lead was insurmountable. I have said on many occasions that I really thought the Brewers were going to win the division. Um, but it's down to five games now. And kind of my, uh, my equation when it comes to teams trying to get back into the race, my equation has always been if you are less games back, the number of weeks left in the season. If there's two months left in the season and you're seven games back, I've always thought, you know what, you've got a shot. Because then all you got to do is make up one game a week. If you can just slowly go through the trudge and make up one game a week, you're in pretty good, you're, you're, you're not pretty good shape, but you're, you're fine. You can do that. And what, there's seven weeks left in the season? I'd have to look at a calendar, but I think I got that right. We're going into the uh, second week of August. Yeah, so about seven weeks left here in the regular season, seven, eight weeks, and the Reds are within five games. So the, in the way I look at things, they are still very, very much in this, and you give the Reds credit where credit is due. They've won five in a row. They've won eight of their last ten, and they have pulled within five games of the Brewers. And uh, you you just hope that the Brewers can kind of get through the current roster management issue that they are dealing with, that guys get healthy, that they're able to return, and that uh, things kind of get back to normal. 855-616-1620, 855-616-1620. That's the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. You can also tweet at me, uh, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air, if you want to get in contact with the program. Brewers come up short today. They lose by a 5-4 score. We'll come back uh, with more in just a moment. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. One ball and no strikes on Bradley. And the pitch, Jackie, a big bouncer, hit to Lestella. Quick pick and throw, and the Giants take game three. Brewers come up short today. They lose to San Francisco by a 5-4 score. Welcome back into Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. Want to join us? You can do so by calling or texting the AccuNet Mortgage Talk at text line 855-616-1620. 855-616-1620. You can also tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. I'm sensing a lot of emotion right now from Brewers fans, and this is... This is when baseball's good. You're into the dog days of summer. You're coming up on, on the home stretch of the season. The Brewers are one of the best teams in baseball. There is, um, 
There is a lot going on right now, and there's a lot of reasons to be uh, very, very invested in what's going on. So I'm not going to be critical of you for being uh, being a little bit emotional right now because it, it in many ways, like it, it, the the whole sky is falling thing, like with, with the COVID and, and losing two out of three against the Giants. Like if you're if you're really stuck in the moment right now, it feels bad. Here's what I would say: take that step back and look at things in a bigger picture kind of way. We got a text message from the from the 414. If this is our bullpen for the next week, I'm scared we will fall below the Reds. That is a very emotional text message. Let's let's think through for a second what just happened over these 3 days. The Brewers are playing the team with the best record in the National League. And with this bullpen that is completely depleted because of COVID-19, they are Avisayo Garcia just biffing on a, on a play in right field yesterday and potentially Luis Urias committing an error today from sweeping this series. Even with the bullpen constructed as it is, if Avisayo Garcia makes that play in right field yesterday, they win that game. If Luis Urias does not commit that error, they probably win this game. It's not as sure of a thing as the Garcia thing from yesterday. So even with this bullpen playing against arguably the best team in baseball, the Brewers could have easily swept this series with the bullpen group as it is constructed. I think the bullpen deserves a lot of criticism or blame for the way things went down just in the sense that how they're being forced to be used because of what's going on but even if and, and that's a lot of the reason that the Brewers lost yesterday and today but even if we just accept the bullpen for what it is the Brewers could have still swept the series had a play been made in right field yesterday and had a play been made at shortstop today so I with all due respect to the person texting in from the 414 it's they almost swept the Giants with this bullpen. I I think it's in a little bit of an emotional type text that you just sent in. Let's uh, grab our first phone call of the day. We got a lot of phone calls coming in. Let's start rolling through them. We'll start with Sparky and Madison. Hey, Sparky, you're on WTMJ. Okay, man. Uh, thanks for uh, taking my call. Yeah, I uh, I buy into everything that you just talked about here. But you know the one thing that that kind of gets my attention here, and I think between now and the end of the season, I think Christian Yelich is going to have to, you know, come up big some way, shape, or form like he had had in the past. And, you know, for whatever reason, the back, the COVID, uh, whatever, he hasn't really put together a week to ten days of solid play like he had in the past. And I would have to think that, uh, yeah, obviously you're going to go with him the rest of the year. Obviously you're not going to put, sit, sit him down. But I would think that the Brewer management is – even at this point in time, just saying, wow, you know, we, it's hard to believe that a guy that had such banner seasons two and three years ago, and now he's, he just can't seem to get, get going. And I don't, well, I guess what I'm trying to say is he must be healthy from the standpoint of his back and everything. Uh, I, I just hope that this turns around for him because he's been such a good ball player over the years. But don't you find that, that it's a little hard to believe that, he'd have these kind of numbers after the two years he had before the uh, last year when we played without fans. So I just wanted to get some feedback on you on that, Matt, okay? Yes, Mark, I appreciate it. Yeah, I, 
I'm not going to give you what you want because I, I don't have much to say outside of it. I don't know what the answer is at this point. And uh, I, I think that he's still doing a nice job getting on base. He drew that walk today in front of the Nervaez home run, uh, and, and that's a big moment. That's why when he bats, I like seeing him bat at the top of the order because the best thing he's doing right now is he still gets on base at an okay clip. But he, he's not providing damage, that's for sure. He's not that middle-of-the-order hitter that's uh, really helping to produce runs. And uh, I, I don't think he is right now the person that gives the Brewers the best opportunity to score runs. You're getting more production out of a, out of a Tyrone Taylor. And, again, it's, a, it's that tough, tough place to be at because you know what Yelich can do. But at the same time, he's not doing it. Same thing's happening with Cody Bellinger. I don't know if anybody's paying attention there. Bellinger's hitting 173. Guy was the MVP back in 2019. You know, all the belly and yelly stuff. Remember that? Cody Bellinger is a 173 hitter this year after hitting 239 in the, uh, the shortened season last year. Let's go to Patrick, who was at the game. Hey, Patrick, you're on WTMJ. Uh, hello. I just had a quick question. Should Consul put in Willie Damas earlier in the game? Yeah, you know, I don't know about putting him in an early game. I appreciate it. I don't like the fact that this game ended with Willie Adamas standing in the on-deck circle. He was set to pinch hit for the, uh, for the pitcher uh, had Jackie Bradley Jr. got on. And instead, with two outs, Bradley hits, and Adamas is standing in the on-deck circle. I don't love that. Now, we can play the game that, you know, what if Willie Adamas comes to the plate and he gets aboard and then you've got the pitcher spot coming up and you're going to have to go figure out who you want to have hit in, in, in that situation. But at the same time, we know that Willie Adamas can hit home runs and he, he's the biggest threat on that bench. So to lose a one-run game and not getting Willie Adamas and at bat, I don't love it. I don't love it. I think if I would have been the one making the decisions, I would have tried to get uh, Adamas. Again, guys deserve days off. I don't think I'm not jumping at getting Adamas in in the sixth inning, seventh inning, eighth inning, anything like that. That's not what I'm saying. Um, But I didn't love the fact that that game ended and Willie Adamas was standing in the on-deck circle. Uh, Let's go to Kathy in West Allis. Hey, Kathy, you're on WTMJ. Hi, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I was just wondering... Why wasn't um, Williams come in at all? I mean, he could have pitched last yesterday, and is is he has the COVID thing or what? No, he doesn't have that. Appreciate the phone call. So he was on. He was down yesterday. When pitchers get used a certain amount, there's days that you come to the ballpark and pitchers are unavailable. Yesterday, both Brett Boxberger and Devin Williams uh, were not available. Uh, they are. They're being careful with workload. And with this game, had the game been tied going to the ninth inning, Williams was up warming. Williams and Sanchez were both warming up there uh, in the ninth inning. Had this game been tied, or had the Brewers been winning, Williams would have pitched the ninth inning, but with the Brewers down, Sanchez came in uh, to the game. Had the Brewers tied it up uh, and it gone to extra innings, Devin Williams would have been the 10th inning guy, uh, but they're not going to use Williams in a game that the team uh, is currently losing. 855-616-1620, 855-616-1620. That is the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. You can tweet into the program as well, at Matt Pauley on air. It's Brewers Extra Innings back with more in a moment on W. WTMJ. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. And the one strike delivery is hit to left, deep, 
and gone, and the Giants have the lead. Naren Ruff just hit a rocket out of here and left. That's his 13th of the year, his 30th RBI. And 5-4. Brewers come up short against San Francisco. Welcome back in. It's Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Want to join us? You can do so. Call or text the Acunet Mortgage Talk and text line 855-616-1620. Tweet at me, at Matt Pauly on air. Craig Kishon from Bally Sports, Wisconsin joins. And uh, This is a point that I've been making throughout the program, and you just said it the first day when you walked in when we were talking before coming back on. You're uh, Even with the bullpen the way it is, the Brewers are still in a Viseo Garcia mistake yesterday and a Luis Urias air today, probably today. The, the Garcia one's more sure, but probably the air today away from sweeping the best team in the National League. Yeah, it's kind of crazy when you think about it because, um, you know, d- despite COVID hitting this team, you know, you just think that, you know, you can play maybe a little cleaner ball game and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but, but to drop two in a row, I don't know. I, I'm just looking at this series going, uh at least it's not really in the playoffs because right. you don't want to lose these type of games in the playoffs. But this, this for three straight games, rung playoffs over yep. and over and over again to me. And I, and I think that's going to be my silver lining taking away with this because the Brewers can compete with anybody. There's no doubt about it. And I think they have respect from the Giants. The Brewers have respect for the Giants. This is all. This was a good timing for this series for the first time meeting between these two clubs. Let's grab a Jerry in Oak Creek who has given us a call. Hey, Jerry, you're on WTMJ. Good afternoon. Uh, a couple of gentlemen. Uh, what are they going to do with the shortage with the starters for the upcoming uh, Cubs series, number one? And number two, I think the Brewers should have really went out and um, got a better bat in the trading deadline to help their offense. I still think we're a little weak on the offense yet, and I what would position? have loved them Hold on. to hey, go what, what position? Jerry, what position would have you liked them to get a bat at? An outfielder. There's people out there like Texas traded their one power hitter to the Yankees. Okay, so which um, player are you removing from the roster if you're going to go get an outfielder? I cut Bradley. He hasn't done anything for us. All right, Jerry. Appreciate the phone call. You can't. You you got him locked in. You'd have to pay him your salary for next year. Like it's just. I'm not trying to be a jerk about it, but they went out and got Eduardo Escobar, um, and it's that that's his, that's a really good offensive and, and upgrade. They Amos already. I mean, yeah. that, that was still a surprise. Maybe still the best trade in baseball this year. And I don't know what the numbers are after this game today, but it's as of I think yesterday the Brewers had the best offense in baseball since the All-Star break. What what more do you want? Oh, you know, here here's the other thing and and I don't think this is getting old. I think this is this is maybe takes on a new narrative. It is it is now we are through the first full week of August. We still need we still need a couple of guys to step up the way the way we are used to seeing some players step up and Kristen Yelich has been out again he has been on the injured list it seems like as much as he hasn't been and hopefully he's uh, through this COVID thing right now through all the back issues and and I'm still saying if this guy does something for you and he should do something for you if he's healthy. You're gonna. That is your player yeah. that you haven't had all year, and, and he should do this the rest of the way. He should. 
Uh, to answer Jerry's first part of his question about the uh, pitching rotation for the Cubs series, so it's interesting, coming into today, it was TBA versus TBA for all four games. I was hoping for that matchup. It would have been the first. <laughs> good, good old TBA. <laughs> have you ever seen that? Like, I'm looking at the game notes, four straight games no, of TBA versus no, TBA. I haven't. To be announced yeah. as TBA. Uh, I've never seen that. Since the game ended, the Brewers have announced that Freddie Peralta mm-hmm. is going to start tomorrow. Um, a tweeter uh, pointed out the fact that CBS Sports, when there's no listed starter, CBS does just, they, they guess, basically. They do educated guesses. And uh, they've got uh, Aaron Ashby as their uh, projected starter for yeah. the second game of the series. I think that's very possible. Yeah, I think it is, too. I mean, he made, made his Major League debut up here earlier. Obviously, things didn't go well for him. And and they tried to, you know, tweak some things with him when, we, when he went back to... Um, to the minors, and, and part of that was going to the bullpen. So, and, and we know that that's worked out pretty well for Hauser and Lauer on the big league level to be able to bounce and do that right now. And, and I think that versatility, you got to find the right guy for that versatility because the bottom line, no matter what he's doing, he has to be productive. And, and they're, they're high on, on Ashby for sure. So that wouldn't be the first one I've seen speculate because mm-hmm. Vinny Rotino, Rotino is a great speculator. Okay. He's become our speculator guru. Mm. And so that's his speculation. 855-616-1620, the Yankee Net Mortgage Talk and Text Line. We'll continue to go through phone calls, text messages, and tweets. I've barely gone to the text messages and tweets. we got a lot of people coming at us. We'll be back with more in just a moment here on WTMJ. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley. They go on to lose 5-4. They lose 2-3 of three in the weekend series to the Giants. Brewers' extra innings does continue on WTMJ. I'm Matt Pauley. Craig Kishon from Bally Sports Wisconsin here as well. If you want to join us, 855-616-1620, the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Randy in Glendale has called and has patiently waited. Randy, you're up yes. on WTMJ. Yes, I am. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I don't know if you noticed or not, but the the giant player who hit two home runs yesterday, it almost seemed like identical pitches. He kind of golfed them out. They threw him the very same pitch today that tied the ball game. And I don't know, have the Brewers not learned anything from watching him play yesterday? They gave him basically the same pitch. It's like, give me what I want so I can hit it out. I, I I was just very frustrated. I knew as soon as he threw that pitch, it was going to go out. I just knew it. Yeah. Randy, it's a great observation from you on where they – my only assumption is it's a mistake, that the, the spot was missed, um, and that happens. These guys are humans. Uh, I don't think they were aiming for that spot because of what you just mentioned. Um, you know, yesterday when they walked him, the next hitter, Posey, comes up and, and comes up with the big hit. They pitch to him later. He hits the home run. He hits another home run today. All I can say is – Luckily, the Giants are leaving for a few days. The Brewers have only yeah. four more games yeah. against them, and figure out a different plan if you see them in the postseason. Well, and you know what? I'm telling you right now, if you are swinging the bat the way that uh, Brandon Belt is right now, you can almost hit anything. I mean, I think he's hit seven home runs in the last five games, uh, going back to that Arizona series before they got here. That's a lot of home runs in a week. It's a lot of home runs to hit in a three-game series against Milwaukee. Sometimes it doesn't matter where they are, and I and I get it. There's frustration 
frustration thinking, you know, why well, keeps throwing them the same pitch, but um, there, there's been a lot of mistake pitches that that are hit out of the ballpark by really quality home run hitters, and, and I think we saw one today. Nancy texted in, basically asking the same question. She also mentioned that her husband is a Cardinals fan, and tomorrow is their 30th wedding anniversary, and somehow they've stayed together all that time. Somehow. How Some- they pull that off? Don't know. Congrats, though. Congrats. Yes. We're kidding. Debbie uh, texted in and said... Um, uh, the airs unfortunately lost the games for us. Uh, I just wish we play to win all the time. No need to have Adamas sit today. Guys can't play every day. It, it was it was a day for for rest. Uh, there, and there were a lot of people who were complaining about the lineup today. Uh, it was a it was a lineup that was focused uh, to get as many left-handed bats in there as possible. I, that's just and the other thing is, and I know the I know the lead is shrinking. I know it's just five games now. I know the Brewers don't have the division locked up. But you want these guys fresh and just playing somebody every single day just to play them every single day isn't the route to go. You want to give these guys a day here and there. And, you know, um, Thursday they had a day off, so obviously everybody was off. Um, but sometimes guys need, you know, that extra day close to those days off. And I, I would expect now their their next day off is not going to be until a week from tomorrow while they're on the road trip. And, um you know, you're you're right, Matt. I mean, I mean, right now it's like you really can't question who's off right now. You just kind of have to go with it. So that's the way it is. A lot of questions about uh, the the new Brewers pitchers who have look they 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 have not performed well. I mean, we can't sugarcoat it. So far in the early going, uh, the pitchers that the Brewers went and acquired and in Curtis and Norris have have left a little bit of something to be desired. Today was Norris. Norris has been the better of the two, but today was Norris who uh, who certainly struggled um, in in that moment. Um, and Curtis had a hard time throwing strikes when he first came. That's a tough situation when when Anderson's coming out. I just I'm not ready. You know, somebody said, "Oh, when everybody comes back, these guys are going to be gone." No, they're not. Like they they went out and acquired these guys for a reason, and it's not working right now. But David Stearns has an incredible track record at finding relief pitchers who, by the time the season is coming to an end, they are pitching big moments, big innings, and giving you uh, good quality outings. You might not get it right now, but I think you're going to get it before the season's over. Well I, well, I think for sure Curtis and Norris are going to be here. They, they haven't had an opportunity to pitch um, in the role I think that was designed for them here, right. and maybe the role that um, they had been pitching this year for their previous club, and they haven't been here that long enough to uh, fully be engulfed in this pitching philosophy of this franchise. It's going to happen. They wouldn't be on this team unless uh, unless David and everybody thought that they were the right fit. So give them time. This this COVID thing hit at the very same time. I'm telling you, they've 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 pitched maybe not as well as we'd all expect, but they've they've also pitched almost out of turn a little bit as well. Uh, totally out of turn yeah. in roles that yeah. they're not supposed to be yeah. in, pitching probably a little bit more than they were supposed to. Like there's just a lot going on there, um, and just. Don't get stuck in the moment. Look at the track record of this team when it comes to bringing yeah, in relief pi- relief yeah. pitchers, um, and it's it's pretty good. It's, yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah. 855-616-1620. It's the Yankee Mortgage Talk and text line. The postgame comments of manager Craig Council. Those come your way after the news. The news is in two minutes here on WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Belt 
Sends this one out to deep center. Bradley back at the track. Looks up and it is gone. He couldn't pull it back. Brandon Belt with his fourth home run of this series. And just like that, this game is tied at four. Brewers Extra Innings continues here on WTMJ. Matt Pauley with you from American Family Field as the Brewers end up losing by a 5-4 score. Man, this is one where the Brewers easily, easily could have swept the series, easily could have taken two out of three. They end up losing two of three, and now it is on to Chicago to open up a series against the Cubs. A four-gamer, 7:05 starts Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then a 120 start coming up on Thursday afternoon. Manager Craig Council spent some time meeting with the media just a little while ago. Opened up his uh, thoughts talking about uh, the performances and just where they're at right now with a couple of relief pitchers that a lot of listeners are talking about uh, in, in Curtis and Norris. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I thought John pitched a pretty good inning. We, you know, the leadoff, the air hurt us in that inning. Um, you know, and we ran into a, a hitter that that just punished our mistakes in Brandon Belt this series. Um, so, yeah, it didn't work out, but um, you know that's the way it goes. We got we got guys. Those are the guys that got to pitch. Those are the guys in the right spots to pitch, and just didn't work out today. Do Do you feel that Belt kept hurting you with pitches in the same location down? Um. Yeah. I mean, I I think that's pretty safe to say. I mean, he's. You know, I mean, he's, um, you know, Norris is behind two one. He's got a, he's got a, you know, you got to throw a good quality strike there, and he threw a slider, and it, you know, it didn't get to the right spot. That's that's the game of baseball. Brett seemed pretty frustrated just with how his day ended. Uh, what did you think of how Brett threw the ball just prior to the cramping? Yeah, I mean, it was kind of what we've seen over the last month here. It's it was, he was really crisp. He's obviously he sets a really good pace. Um, he gets hitters in swing mode, and he's and he's on the edges with a lot of things. So you know, then it was unfortunate. I thought he had a, you know a solid inning left. He was throwing the ball really well, um, but he like and I'm sure as he told you, he just he got cr- cramped up and wasn't able to you know wasn't able to just be out there normal. So we had to make a change. Greg, are you pretty confident that that's going to be uh, something that resolves itself pretty quickly? Yeah, there, there's no, you know, it's cramping, so there's no injury. It's, um, I, I hopeful, we're hopeful that he will. Yes, Craig, but Craig, uh, Boxberger's been very good at putting hitters away this year. That at bat with Lostello kind of was the bat of the game. Eleven pitches, I think five two strike fouls. It's, and you and you talked about before the series about how their hitters are so good at doing. That. Yeah, I mean, uh, Box pitched a good inning. I mean, he, he made a good pitch to Crawford, and Crawford did a really nice job just fighting it off and, and dumping it over the third baseman's head. Um, he made several good pitches. The Stella, Stella's one of the hardest players in the big leagues to strike out, um, you know, kind of over a course of time here. Um, and he fouled off some really good pitches, and then he hit a ground ball just off our glove. So, you know, there's there's not much you can say about that. Fox did his job today. That and sometimes when the ball's in play, it's it's you know you're not gonna you're not gonna catch everything. How do you feel uh, looking back now, Craig, on that series? Every game was tight, and you know you could have gone either way. Really, I guess all of them. How, how do you feel about that series, particularly the last two games when you had leads and, and couldn't hold them? 
Yeah, I think that's this is a, an example of a series against a, a very good baseball team um, where, you know, mistakes cost you a little more dearly um, and, and you got to do just a little bit more to, to win games. Um, so, you know, if, that, if there's a lesson from the series, that that's what it is. I mean, that's that's not a lesson that you we don't know about. Uh, I think it's 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 a lesson that. Uh, that's what good teams do um, that they make you, they don't give you as much room for air. Um, so, you know, we, we just had a little, a couple spots where we didn't make plays or didn't make pitches. Um, and it, in tight, you know, the rest of the game, we pitched pretty darn good for a lot of, a lot of the games, but um, you know, it, it hurts you in the end. So um, what you expect in a series like this, really. Craig, are you in position to share tomorrow's starter yet? Yeah, Freddie will start tomorrow. Anything else? Is it, Craig, will it sort of be day by day to piece together the pitching now, the starting pitching? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna. It, it'll be Freddie, and then we're at a TBA right now, so for the rest of the series. So Freddie will go tomorrow, and then we'll um, we'll go from there. Craig, that's quite a different uh, lineup and quite a different team that you'll be facing starting tomorrow compared to the last time you saw them. Uh, you know, I, I guess what do you expect them going down there? Yeah, I mean, that's um, we're, we're going to have to prepare a little more than normal because it's it is a different group, um, and so we'll do that, and, and we'll just, we'll get ready for some new faces. Um, other than that, business as usual. That's Manager Craig Council speaking with the media just a little while ago. A couple tweets to get into uh, before we uh, take a break and come back with the highlights. Uh, Ryan tweeting in asking if I think there's a chance that Ethan Small will get called up before uh, the end of the season. I think it's a possibility. He's banged up right now. He hasn't pitched uh, in about a month. He had gotten call up from Nashville. They got three games at Nashville and then uh, ended up getting uh, injured, which kind of was lost on me. And I was looking at something we were tweeting about uh, possible starters uh during the during the course of the game but small's out right now if he gets healthy i think absolutely there is a possibility uh sugarfoot on twitter saying would it be safe to say yelich is a more similar to a brawn type talent than an elite talent consistent but not someone you have to automatically walk in any situation like a pool host trout bonds and prime type of person i think i would i, th- I think i would push back on that a little bit um when Christian Yelich was, was the Christian Yelich that we knew, he was, he was one of the two, three best hitters, you know, walking the face of the earth. He, hasn't, he wasn't that last year. He isn't that this year. Uh, I, I still think it's in there. I still think he can be that guy again. Um, and so and in many ways, in, in Ryan Braun's best years, he was like that. But um, as someone who wasn't, around for bronze prime in terms of watching those games live and in person as somebody who did has watched you know every game that christian yelich has uh, essentially played as a brewer you get the uh you get the mvp caliber christian yelich i i i think he is that guy that you kind of uh that you kind of allude to the big question is does that ever return and i don't have the answer to that and really nobody has the answer to that one 855-616-1620, the Yankee Net Mortgage Talk and Text Line. We will uh, go back to the game with the highlights. That's next. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Ready for this? Fly ball. This? Deep right. And this? Third deck. Holy smokes. Time for tonight's highlights. Here's Matt Pauley. 
Brewers come up short, losing to the Giants 5-4. Pitching matchup, Brett Anderson on the mound for the crew. Johnny Cueto getting the start for the Giants. It would be San Francisco who would strike first as Darren Ruff comes to the plate with two outs in the first. And the one-strike delivery is hit to left, deep, and gone, and the Giants have the lead. Darren Ruff just hit a rocket out of here in left. That's his 13th of the year, his 30th RBI. And Brett Anderson ends up uh, working around a little traffic in the second and third. In the second inning, uh, he gives up uh, a base hit to Brandon Crawford, who then uh, grounds into a double play. That was big because two more runners would get aboard in the second. They would each get stranded. In the third inning, he gives up a leadoff double to Austin Slater, is able to work around that, and it remains a one nothing game until the bottom of the fourth. That's when the Brewers come back, being no hit. Uh, they do get their first hit in the inning with one out. Christian Yelich walks, and then eventually Omar Nervaez comes to the plate. Omar, a drive out to right center, racing back his Wade, looking up, it is gone for Omar Narvaez. Brewers lead it 2-1. Two to one. Two-run home run for Omar Narvaez. Brewers take the lead, and then Brett Anderson does puts together a shutdown inning in the fifth. He uh, gets the first two that he faces, Lamont Wade and Johnny Cueto, to strike out, and that brings up Austin Slater. One ball and no strikes. And the pitch. Swinging fly ball. Very shallow center for Colton Wong inning over. Three up and three down. We didn't know it then, but that is the final out recorded by Brett Anderson. Brewers would tack on another run in the bottom of the fifth inning with one out. Jackie Bradley Jr. gets a uh, base hit. He would go to second. Actually, would go to third, I beg your pardon, on a uh, on an air, on a pickoff attempt. So he is on at third, and Colton Wong is at the plate. One strike, Colton Wong. Swinging a base hit down the left field line. Here comes Jackie Bradley Jr., and Colton Wong delivers another big two-out base hit. Big uh, crossroads moment in the game here as Brett Anderson comes back out uh, onto the mound and he throws a warm-up toss and he's cramping out there and he has to uh, call out the training staff. He comes out of the game at a hard time walking. Sounds like he's going to be okay, just cramped up pretty much at the exact wrong moment. So that brings on John Curtis. Uh, Chris Bryant leads the inning off by reaching on a throwing error by Luis Urias. And then Darren Ruff ends up uh, walking. Wilmer Flores walks. So that loads the bases with nobody out. Brandon Crawford uh, hits a sacrifice fly to get the uh, Giants uh, one run closer. That makes it a 3-2 game. Curtis, after that, was able to lock in, striking out Donovan Solano and getting Kurt Casale to fly out. But 3-2 going to the sixth inning. Brewers would add, would really get that run back in the sixth. It all gets started with Eduardo Escobar. And the pitch. Swinging a liner to right in the corner. Going to be an extra base hit. Flying around first. Escobar pulling in the second. Lead off double. Omar Narvaez would then fly out, and that would end the day for Johnny Cueto. New pitcher into the game is Jose Alvarez. Uh, with Luis Urias at the plate, uh, the, and I should say that Rowdy Telez had a ground out that moved Escobar to third. So Escobar is at third, and uh, Urias is at the plate, and the Brewers receive a gift. Here comes Alvarez, and that one got by. 
Kasalan in is Escobar. And the Brewers get the run. Despite two outs. Yep, so it is a 4-2 game going into the seventh inning. New pitcher for the Brewers is Daniel Norris. First batter he faced, Lamont Wade, he walks. And then that brings up a pinch hitter, someone who had one heck of a series in Brandon Belt. Belt sends this one out to deep center. Bradley back at the track, looks up, and it is gone. He couldn't pull it back. Brandon Belt with his fourth home run of this series. And just like that, this game is tied at four. Four for the score as the game moves along into the eighth inning. New pitcher for the Brewers is Brad Boxberger in the top of the eighth inning. First battery faces Brandon Crawford. He doubles, and then another pinch hitter comes up to the plate. This time it is Tommy LaStella. Tied at four in the eighth. And the pitch. LaStella bouncer back up the middle in the center of base hit. Around third is Brandon Crawford, and Tommy LaStella delivers. So the Giants take a 5-4 lead into the bottom of the eighth inning. That's when uh, Zach Littell comes on to pitch for the Giants. He walks Eduardo Escobar, so the Brewers have the potential tying run on the bases. After Omar Nervaez strikes out, it brings up Rowdy Telez. Here it is. Hit to left. Warning track caught at the wall by Bryant. Yeah, so it looked like it might have been a home run, kind of off the end of the bat, taking it the other way. Still a lot of power from Telez. He flies out, but turns out that play went even more per- poorly for the Brewers. Omar Nervaez, excuse me, I should say Eduardo Escobar, uh, he had gone past second on the bases, and when he tagged second going around, the ball is caught. When he makes his way back to first base, he never re-tags at second, and then he touches first, and uh, he ends up uh, being put out for uh, running the bases out of order. So technically, that is a, a double play that Rowdy Telez flies into to deep left field. That's one of those mental mistakes that comes back to bite you, and it remains a 5-4 game. Miguel Sanchez puts up a zero in the top of the ninth inning. Good to see that from uh, Sanchez. His last time out did not go the way that he would have liked it. You never know how days like that can affect a young player. But Sanchez looked pretty good there uh, in the ninth. So we go to the bottom of the ninth inning. Latell still pitching for the Giants. First battery faces off against is Luis Urias. He grounds out. And then Avisao Garcia pops out. So two outs in the inning. Jackie Bradley Jr. spot coming up uh, in the lineup. On deck is the pitcher spot. Uh, Manager Craig Council does send Willie Adamas to the on-deck circle. So Adamas would have batted if uh, JBJ would have reached. But this is how it went down. One ball and no strikes on Bradley. And the pitch. Jackie, a big bouncer, hit to... LaStella, quick pick and throw, and the Giants take game three. Yep, 5-4 the final score as the Brewers uh, take the loss for the Giants. They go to 71-41. and They're now 30 games above 500. The Brewers, they drop to 66-46 and back at uh, 20 games over the 500 mark. Winning totals for San Francisco, five runs, eight hits, two airs. They leave seven. For the Brewers, four runs, six hits, one air. They leave four. 
Winning pitcher is Tony Watson. He goes to four and three. The loss to Brad Boxberger. He's also four and three. Uh, Littell gets the save. That is his first of the year. Home runs, Darren Ruff is 13th. Brandon Belt is 15th for the Brewers. Omar Narvaez hitting his 10th. The game lasting two hours and 49 minutes. A swiftly played game played in front of a crowd of 38,597 folks. Brewers fall short against the Giants 5-4. They end up losing two of three in the series. When we come back, we will preview the Cubs series, and uh, we'll also uh, get you some scores from around baseball. That's next. This is Brewers Extra Innings. This is Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. Brewers come up short. They lose to the Giants by a 5-4 score. What a what an interesting homestand where the Brewers arguably should have won every single game, and it was a combination of COVID issues impacting the pitching staff and relief pitchers being used in areas where you probably wouldn't want to use them. Uh, that was part of it, and then a lot of mistakes made. That That's the other part of this. The Brewers made some mistakes in this series. Uh, you can specifically look at... Uh, Adamas not turning a double play in that Pittsburgh game. You can look at the Garcia uh, non-catch in yesterday's game. You can look at the Luis Urias error uh, in in today's game. Um, So either combination, either a fully stocked bullpen and no COVID issues or those mistakes not being made, and there's a very good chance that we are talking about a 6-0 and homestand uh, right now for uh, for the Brewers. But uh, that's not the way it works. 162-game season, you have some moments like these, and that's certainly how this played out. Around the National League Central, as we keep a uh, close eye on what's going on with the Cincinnati Reds, they hold off the Pittsburgh Pirates today by a 3-2 score. They end up sweeping that series as uh, they make it that much tighter in the NL Central. Tyler Malley went seven innings, giving up two runs and six hits he picks up his ninth win of the year cardinals and royals playing tied 5-5 and this game has a rain delay in the top of the ninth inning so they're going to wait that one out I, I i don't know if they play again this year sometimes cardinals and royals play two series again against each other kind of the way the brewers and twins sometimes do um i i but a uh a getaway day Tie and rain delay in the ninth inning is not uh, preferable, to uh, say the least. And then Sunday night baseball tonight, that is going to feature the Cubs and the White Sox. Um, and, yeah, the pitching matchup there, Zach Davies, the former Brewer, going for the Cubs. Dylan Cease will get the start for the White Sox. Brewers get set to head to Chicago to open up a four-game series, so the Brewers will be significantly more rested than the Cubs coming up tomorrow evening. Pitching matchup, we know for sure for the Brewers, it'll be Freddie Peralta, 8-3, 2.21 ERA. The Cubs have not officially listed a starter. Uh, it could potentially be Alec Mills. We'll see whether or not he gets a start. That is a possibility. 7.05 first pitch, that means coverage at 6.30. Brewers warm up at 6 o'clock. I'll talk to you after the game for Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ.